We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Lucky Lefty is on CFB Nation, presented by Twisted Teeth. And see, this is another thing, Left. See, this is another thing. I, I can't pinpoint. And, and see, I'm going to stick up for the fans right now. Left, I'm going to stick up for the fans right now. Stop these leaks about, oh, Tobias Merriweather is killing everybody in practice. Oh, my God, Kenny Minchie is lighting it up. He's killing our first team defense with the prep with with the prep team. Him and Jordan Faison were making plays. Oh, Kenny mentioned during USC week. Stop leaking all this information and planting this stuff in the fan base. Stop. Stop. Because you build kids up and you build up the expectations. And then all of a sudden you get to the offseason and then you want to act like we don't have nobody in the room. We got to go to the portal. Yeah, it kills me. Either Kenny, Kenny Minchie is a dude making plays or he's not. Either Tobias Merriweather is a dude making plays or he's not. Stop treating the fan base like that. Stop. That's the worst thing you can do. To the fan base and the kids. Because now you have the fan base looking at these kids like, oh my God, he's about to buy very well there's a bus. Prince Collie. Prince Collie. Jalen Sneed. Right. Yes. Now they're bus. But you're not playing them, but you're building them up. Got people covering, putting out stories about how great they're looking in practice. Kenny Minch, he's looking great. Oh, USC week. Oh, this, that. His arm. He's the best arm. Well, we got to go to the portal because I, I can't trust Kenny Minch. You're contradictory. Because you can't say you're not ready to play. That, that, that expose your coaching. So what is the reason going to the transfer portal? Because you can't say that the guys dude. you've been developing for two, three years isn't ready. That's dude. That. Man, look, just coach, and I'm cool with not having information until I see these guys hit the hit the field. I'm cool with that. Fans, 
do. I'm blessed to be able to have access to watch these kids in the spring and the fall in practice. Right? I can catch a glimpse of what I think these young men can be and say, yo, I think this young man, like out in the spring, I said, yo, I think Rico, I, everybody's talking about Jaden Greathouse, but I think Rico's going to end up playing early as well. That wasn't a guarantee. It was just based upon what I saw in a few practices. That's it. That's all it was, man. But that's totally different than me seeing a practice and reporting what I'm seeing in practice and none of us being able to see anything. But all of a sudden, here come the leaks about certain players and what they're doing. I understand the angst with the Notre Dame fan base and Tobias Merriweather. Heck, they built that kid up. They built him up leaking stuff from practices. This is what's going on. Oh, he's he's killing every DB in practice, just running by him. Nobody can stick him. All that stuff. What what is the fan base to think? What else? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Notre Dame fans should be amped, should have high expectations based upon that stuff. So you started that stuff with Kenny Mitchie in the middle of the season. You started hearing stuff. People started reporting stuff. USC week, it blew up. What he did to the first team defense that week. He Man, he played better against our defense than Caleb Williams did USC week. All this buzz starts. And now we get to the all season. And yeah, Kenny, lucky because I I didn't even get a chance to do scout team. So if you lighten it up, man, you got to get a chance. You know? Yes, I did say I still don't think Steve Angeli is a dude. I still don't think he's a dude. 
That's my opinion. I didn't get a chance to see him in the fall because I wasn't around due to what I was dealing with. But when I saw him in the spring, he wasn't good. That's all I had to go off. What I saw in the spring. Didn't see him in the fall. But what I saw in the limited reps he had during games, that's not the same quarterback I saw in the spring. He's a much better quarterback than I saw in the spring. Much better. Do I still think he's a dude? No. But there are plenty of dudes that have played, non-dudes that have played quarterback in Notre Dame that have had 10-11 wins. Ian Book wasn't a dude. Went to a college football playoff. You can win with non-dudes at Notre Dame. The like key is, the key is and what we need to see are these bowl practices and how they treat Steve Angeli in that game. You already got a guy that you already have told the world you're starting next year. It ain't no competition. So how are you going to treat Steve Angeli in this game? And there's nobody, I'll say this, dude, there's no one covering Notre Dame media that has a crystal ball. And that's not a shot to the recruiting guys. It's not up to us. All we do is report what we see. The young men in that program determine how good, Steve Angeli will determine how good of a player he can become, regardless of whether or not I think he's a dude. Steve Angeli will determine on December 29th how well he plays, not Sean Davis. Everybody else that wants to take credit in the media for how young men play, ah, dude, I ain't God. I have no control on how young men develop in the Notre Dame program. That's the coaches and those young men and their hard work, none. But you can't sit here and tell me Steve Angeli doesn't deserve a shot. Regardless of my report, he deserves a shot. He's the one putting in the work to get better. He's the one that put in the work to look impressive in his limited snaps. He did that. Yes, he deserves a shot. But it's a contradiction to leak information about certain players defensively and offensively to get the fan base excited. And then they either don't play. Because if you don't play, you can't develop. That's right. That's breaking news. I know that that's breaking news, right? If you don't play, you're not going to develop. You have to actually play. To develop, there's only so much that fundamentals and practice can get you. You have to play to develop. And we hear all this scuttlebutt. I can't believe I just used the word scuttlebutt. We use all this scuttlebutt. And then we see these young men not playing. But you know what's crazy? Walk-ons play. So that's why I'm saying we need to have a walk-on at quarterback that we bring in. Because I don't know what a hubbub is about. Can't believe I said hubbub. Because of the fact that we had a starting receiver come from a walk-on standpoint. And that's happened multiple times. We've seen walk-ons develop 
no matter who the coach was, no matter what it was, but you know why those walk-ons developed? Because those walk-ons got a lot of time against the starting defense. In my opinion, that's how Jordan Faison found out he can actually do something. So that's the only people that seem to be developing. There's guys that are practicing against the defense that are walk-ons. So you're saying we need to go scout the lacrosse practices? We need to go scout walk-on quarterbacks. Hey, stop going to the portal for uh, place kickers. Just go to the soccer team. Because, heck, the Dallas Cowboys went and got one of our soccer players. This dude hasn't missed a field goal attempt all year. Yeah. So why are we going to the portal when we have a soccer team full of cats that can kick six Full of cats. And that's and that's gonna lead to the next question. Yo, so what is the what is the what is the best outcome for Steve Angeli in this game? If Steve Angeli go out there go five hundred yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions. Dude, Steve Angeli, I said this a month ago. Steve Angeli needs to start thinking about himself. He needs to be selfish. <laughs> For real. Evangelist should say, I need two years of playing time. I love Notre Dame, and if I'm not going to get it here, then I need to find me some place where I can get two years of playing time to give myself the best chance to develop. Because it doesn't matter what I think, that young man still has aspirations. And he should chase those dreams and aspirations. He should chase them to the end of time until he can't chase them anymore. But yeah, if he balls out in the Sun Bowl, he knows he's not the starter at Notre Dame. He knows that now. Yeah. He knows that right now. I'm not the start, starting quarterback in 2024. He has to sit and ask himself, what do I need to do? And there's no one, if he decides to leave Notre Dame, no one should take issue with that. Which makes it even more reason why Kenny needs to get some snaps. <laughs> Best case scenario, Kenny Minchie is the second in line behind Riley. Best case scenario. You know, and if that's the case, then Kenny Minchie steps up and he's your backup. And you're and one sprained ankle. Everything is right. Everything and now right. you're one sprained ankle from Kenny Minchie as a red shirt freshman being the guy. Because being scared to play young quarterbacks out the window, everybody's doing it. Especially if they got any semblance of talent. We're not even acting like Kenny got no talent. He playing late, you know. Mm -hmm. Even Aiden Childs at Oregon State played half the time with DJ Uwanga play. And both of them. Yeah. It's a super chat from Theodore Trumel. I mean, uh, Truman, Theodore Dumela guy. Is RJ Open, Oben better than his dad, Roman Oben, who played for Giants? I don't, man. I mean, his dad played in the league. I, his dad was around the league for a while, too. 
veteran defensive line. Defensive line, man, you can hang around the league playing defensive line if you can stay healthy. Gino, get to the bag. Was there no interest in getting Dante Moore from UCLA? Man, there was no interest in Dante Moore for Notre Dame. None. Uh, Joshua Nip, Tommy didn't go to the portal for the 22 season, so was he more willing to develop than the current? Left, you could talk about that because you said Tommy really liked guys that were similar to him. So that kind of made it easier for him to coach, in a sense, in his mind. Yeah, I believe Tommy really got a quarterback that fit what he liked to do. Mm -hmm. And that's what he was about. And because of that, I don't think that room would have worked for anybody else other than how Tommy wanted or envisioned his offense with those guys, mm -hmm. which is why they left. If they So I think that Sam, and the reason why he probably didn't see the same success he probably envisioned is because him and Tommy had an extensive conversation about how it would work. And I think Sam playing rebound off of that just wasn't going to get the same out of it. Mm -hmm. And so I think Tommy forced to not have as much control going into the Bama situation end up being better for him. Because mm. I think Tommy anywhere else would continue to have a room full of guys that's unplayable, which will reflect bad on what we think of him as a true play caller. Because now it's like, hey, you put a top tier talent with your offense, it looked pretty, it looks all right, you know. So Tommy got a got better because he lost more control at Bama, in my opinion. Mm. I just know he ain't doing what he was doing at Notre Dame over there. I just know that. I don't have to be over there to know that. I just can guarantee it. So he became more refined in that aspect. And I think it even helped it be more realized when he tried to bring Tyler Buckner over and save him probably was like, no. We not we not doing that. Mm -hmm. Made Tommy make a decision and adjust to Jalen Milrow, who I don't believe if Tommy was at Notre Dame and had Jalen Milrow, Jalen Milrow probably playing receiver. But any referral that <laughs> if Tommy had if Tommy had full control over it. So for us, I just think it comes down to is Jerry Parker getting Riley Leonard because it fits his offense that he's finally gonna unveil. Or is Riley Leonard coming in to do the same thing that we thought Tommy was going to do for us? Marvin Bell said, this is funny, Tommy is definitely not the head coach of the offense at Alabama. No, absolutely not. <laughs> he got Well played. He got uh, a shortened assistant and it says Reese. That's all it say. Assistant Reese. Mm-hmm. Well played, my brother. Well played. Uh, John Massey says, Malik, what offense suits Riley Leonard's skill set best? What kind of system would you use to get the most out of him? Whatever he did at Duke. I mean, whatever people are hyped up on that he does so much better in Jelly, do that at Notre Dame. If you are talking a one-year success transfer, Riley Leonard doesn't have out-of-this-world talent that you just throw him on the field 
and he'll just Kyler Murray his way to success. He's going to need to be supported just like most of these tier three, tier four type of quarterbacks, tier two maybe, that need an assistance, and it's going to take two years to get two years. So unless we do exactly what he was successful with that everybody fell in love with, then I don't trust that he's going to be more prepared than a Steve Angeli is going into this next season because I still don't believe that Riley Leonard is that much better of an athlete than Steve Angeli. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a powerful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. Uh, Ryan Loftus says, what are your 2024 expectations with a new wide receiver coach, new quarterback, multiple new receivers, new strength and conditioning coach, and new starting offensive line? Well, with Marcus Freeman bringing such an overhaul of highly anticipated transfer portal guys, I would think that he's expecting to get close to the championship game. I think it's kind of unrealistic. I think it would have been better to take the development approach because it would be easier on the ears and for the program to take the trust the process approach and putting the young product on the field, young O-line, couple transfers, young, young foundational pieces. It would be easier to digest going through into the season where expectations is to just get deep into the playoffs as opposed to looking to win it in one year swoop. Right, last DTP question, unless some more pop up. Fred G. Sanford, thank you, my brother. Perhaps if uh, Coach Marcus Freeman had been able to bring in the OC he initially wanted, he'd have more confidence in quarterback development. I mean, Marcus Freeman looking at practice probably has him feeling the way he does, you know, and it just it's just a fit perspective, you know. What is Caleb DeBoer has an identity. You know, we talked about the three things that his offense is based out of. Does does Jared Parker have a manifesto like that? Has Jared Parker in the three things that make it successful? They said they spread them horizontally, they spread them vertically, and, and the last one was individual route technique. That's pretty clear. What is the clear identity in Notre Dame's offense in Jerry Parker's mind? Mm. First thing he said was Tommy this, Tommy that, last year this, last year that. 
Who's the X Factor? Who we leaning on? Where we going to? If if the run game was there, we don't have Aldridge anymore. So how's it change? You got new pieces that you're paying to start. This is not no competition where you're expecting somebody to overcome another person. You're paying dudes to come and play. That's just a lot of pressure, in my opinion, outside of just developing the room, recruits, playing guys early, finding the X factors young. You know, because there's no guarantee in any of the receivers. Mm-hmm. Which is why none of them can be a, a receiver one. That's why I'm like, if we don't have a receiver one from the room, getting a transfer is just not as reliable. You know. So that's why Chris Mitchell would be a great complimentary 1B. But how can he come in and be a number one? One, physically, but two, we don't have nothing better than that in the room or or, or more of a, a foundational impact or piece. Mm-hmm. That's crazy for the room. It's like get rid of the whole room. So answers are definitely going to be uh, addressed this year, I think, more so than any other year. Because it's getting further and further away from it being Marcus Freeman's inherited team to now it's Marcus Freeman's program. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I can answer, I forget who it was. It's actually a good question. Man, I'm sorry. I can't remember who asked the question, but the question was kind of along the lines of did Mark, did they go get RJ open because of uh, a lack of development by Al Washington? And the answer is no, they don't have numbers at the position. They literally were going to have to transfer guys over from Viper to big defensive ends because they just didn't have the numbers at the position. So there was a need. So they filled the need. Had nothing to do with development. And in that, they do have some coming in. Some youngsters coming in that play that position. Some youngsters in the 23 class that play that position, which goes to my point. You're still going to have to coach and develop the position. And on that schedule for next year, because they lack depth, there was a need from a depth standpoint. If they had the numbers and the numbers just happened to be young, then I would say the same thing. Coach and develop. But RJ Oban left, and we can tap into it right now. The perfect time before we get out of here left. We can tap into RJ Oban, uh, defensive end. To listen to defensive coordinator. Um, let me get the right one here. Here it is. R.J. Oban, you know, from Duke. As we watch his film, the young man is powerful, but he comes across. See, this he's a big end. He's more explosive than John the Baptist, in my opinion, if you watch his film. Five sacks on the season. Like, he, he's not your average big end like Nana that just wants to set the edge in the run game, which he can do. But this young man can actually turn the corner. 6'4", 260, 17 tackles, 5 sacks on the season. 
He's a young man playing the big end position that's a little more athletic and can get after the quarterback a little bit more. If you can watch him on it, he can get around that corner, man, and give that right tackle some issues. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love the, the motor and the, and the length you can see on, on the field. Uh, it's, it, it comes down to, again, development. I think this is a position where you can see development in one year. Mm-hmm. And Washington is up on the plate again because this is, I think, like you said, a better prospect than Baptiste in, in some ways. I think he's just more of the Romeo Accord type. And I think that'll be a great addition to a offense, I mean, a defensive line that needs some pressure guys, some guys that are more active in the backfield that are bigger. I can see a Tyson Ford having something like this, hopefully. And and this will be a good a veteran for Tyson Ford to look at and be like, okay, Absolutely. I can see something. I can see what it looks like in practice every day. You know, I can be that that uh the cat that looks up to the lion kind of thing. So that's a good addition. He's one of the more uh, we get better because of these type of picks. We're not just gifting a guy a better platform to get drafted. And uh, I think we'll see a day one impact instantly. Oh yeah, plug him into the starting lineup. In my opinion, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Plug him up. into the starting lineup. That was the best thing that I saw. He's just look at that man. He's yeah. dude. And don't look, John the Baptist, as we affectionately call him, played fantastic. He exceeded my expectations. This yeah, year. he had a really good season. We're not gonna take that away from him because once again. It was fair to say coming into the season that he had played below expectations at Ohio State. That's right. That was fair. But now you can say, yo, he kind of lived up to or even exceeded expectations with his play at Notre Dame. You can say that. And now Oban, who I think has more physical talent, and it's shown that from a production standpoint at Duke, but the see at Duke, the expectations are nowhere near what the expectations were for Baptiste at, at Ohio State. Right. So we have to take that into consideration. So they very well they could very well be very similar coming to Notre Dame. But just from watching the film, the motor you talked about, the athleticism, and the length. Have, well, the length and the ability to not just get around the tackle on the outside, but he also has counter moves to the inside. Yeah, we just need more active players like this. I think, you know, Marcus Freeman usually gets the defensive guys the right, uh, the right feels for the necessities that they have. Mm-hmm. The Nick McLeod looking back was pretty good pickup. Uh, I think uh, some of the other transfers he was able to make happen. Pretty good, pretty defensively good job of replacing and refilling. Um, it just comes down now to offensively, like you said, just having a better grasp and understanding uh, of, of what the offense's uh, evolution of what it looks like on that side, from recruiting to quarterbacking to having a chemistry mm-hmm. and some things you can't control, but hopefully he gets some more control in his hands i'm excited man he was a must get because of the numbers but i'm excited about this young man being on the defensive line the recruiting that al washington has done uh despite the disappointment of the justin scott situation um 
they recovered nicely in recruit. They really did. So I have to tip my cap. And the flashes we've seen from Tyson Ford, Brennan Vernon, um, Bubakar Traore, Armel Mookum, Donovan Heinish flashing when he gets into the game. Al Washington has been doing a good job, in my opinion, coaching and developing, you know? So it's, man, it's very encouraging. And I said this, Lef, and I likened the 2023 season to uh, something that I experienced, right? We bought Baby Girl a car, right? And then I upgraded her car in her senior year of high school. One night we get a call, it's like a quarter to 12, and my wife wakes me up and says, yo, baby girl has been in an accident. So I jump up, driving, I get there, she's crying, and she's apologizing. Teddy, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And I'm looking at her and I'm like, girl, I don't give a darn about that car. Are you okay? Like, that's all that matters. We'll deal with the car, the insurance, and all of that. And to me, that's like the 2023 season. Disappointing. It's almost done with. But the program is okay. Despite the disappointment, despite the chance he stuck to stuff, despite the transfers, we're seeing... The way Notre Dame has reacted in the portal aggressively and the guys they've been able to get, the recruiting class is going to sign in another week. Dude, the program is okay. The talent is better than when Marcus Freeman took over. And hopefully, Link, I was about to say Lincoln Riley. Riley Leonard is a dude and can be developed into a dude and coached by the staff to be a dude for Notre Dame. Because he's a dude for Duke. Being a dude for Duke and being a dude for Notre Dame are two totally different things. We need him to be a dude for Notre Dame. Hopefully that's who Riley Leonard would be. I would love nothing more than for Riley Leonard to be a dude for Notre Dame. Big picture, the program is good. It's good. Can it be better? Yes. Does it need to be better? Yes. We pointed out the areas where they need to be better at. But, you know, we're not about to sit up here and worry about the wreck or the disappointment of the offseason that led up to this season, the dysfunction, all of that, the feelings about Sam Harmon. All that stuff is in the past. Just like that car, once it was total, it was in the past, bro. What's in front of us is in front of us, and it's promising. And that's what's important. And that's what we need to remember as a fan base. The promise that's in front of us, the young talent we're going to get to watch in the Sun Bowl on December 29th, and a very interesting offseason where the one beautiful thing left that you always say is, yo, teams don't need to have quarterback battles. And Notre Dame will not have a quarterback battle going into the spring which gives Riley Leonard the perfect opportunity to acclimate himself, become a leader, 
and let let the man let the chips fall where they may come august down in college station that's what we're looking at man but it's always great to talk debate with you guys you guys are the best uh congratulations to uh joe alt estimate the sporting news accolades they keep doing great things uh xavier watts howard cross uh also earned all america honors for the sporting news look joe alt was first team xavier watts was first team as well howard cross was second team and then Audrey Estimate was second team. Congratulations to those young men on their accomplishments. We appreciate everything you've done for the University of Notre Dame. And Joe Alt, Joe Alt did finally announce that he was headed to the Chicago Bears today. <laughs> hey. I don't, I don't I don't I don't know if everybody under you know translated that the way I translated that but when he announced that he was opting out he basically was telling all Notre Dame fans that he's been looking for a house in Chicago <laughs> uh, in the Lake Forest Lake Forest area and uh, he will be the next left tackle for the Chicago Bears sounds good just thought I should let you guys know. See, if, let's see if Ryan Poole is up to the challenge. <laughs> that's all. You know, that's it, man. Have to get him here, bro. Cause Braxton Jones ain't getting it done. I'm sorry. That's right. That's right. He, just doesn't, he don't get it done. Bro. So I don't know who they're gonna take the number one pick. But Joe Alt, it's a no-brainer. <laughs> no-brainer, my bro. We're going to see. Amen. They did pick Mr. Biscay with a no-brainer quarterback. Man, bro, you always have to bring up Mr. Biscay, man. What do we do? It's 2024, man. We're literally a days away from 2024, man. And here you talking about Mr. Biscay. He's going to be in Chicago there, man. It ain't far enough yet. Dude, already, I'm going to order my customized Alt 76 jersey. I'm going to order it for Christmas. I have that much faith, bro. DeAndre, you telling me to calm down about what? Man, because I want Joe Alt with the Bears? Why do I have to calm down? Who, would, who wouldn't want Joe Alt on their team? Heck, I want him back on Notre Dame next year, but it's not happening. Unfortunately. Great show, Left. Great insight about the quarterbacks in the quarterback room. Oh, Chris. Come on, bro. You guys do need to replace your left tackle, who has done a fabulous job over his career protecting uh, Aaron Rodgers for the most part. That is a need for the Packers. But, uh, man. Petticoat. 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 Petticoat.
It's time to get petty. Oh, we did a good job executing. Are you upset with something? And fire up the Petticoat Junction train. I just don't like you. You don't? No. What is today's petty historian? Petty Junction. Petty Junction, Petty Story today brought to you by Nora Whiskey and NoraWhiskey.com, that premium American whiskey at NoraWhiskey.com. Uh, Chris said, throw LL on the tracks for last night. What did we do last night? Left, did you say something on Twitter last night? I'm trying to figure out what we did last night, Chris. What did we do last night? Kimberly A. Martin, come on down so I can punch your ticket. Okay. Cam Newton on a podcast referred to a collection of quarterbacks in the NFL as game managers. Now, in that list were Dak Prescott, Jared Goff, Brock Purdy, Tua Tagovailoa. Kimberly Martin comes on TV. She disagrees with him, but that's not my issue. My issue is the shade. See, this is this is and this is what irritates me. Not that we disagree. And this is one of my pet peeves on Twitter. When people disagree with me, and because they disagree with me, and because I don't readily uh, change my stance based upon what they say, then they try to throw little personal jabs, trying to be cute and funny. Which, at that point, you lost the, the, the entire debate slash argument, in my opinion. It's like either you can stay on task with facts and, and valid points or not. Like once you try to offend, it's like, man, we the conversation will be over. And for her to disagree with Cam is one thing. But for her to go to, where are these guys at? They're playing. Where are you at? You're at home. What does that mean? Cam Newton has accomplished more than anybody he named in the NFL. None of those guys have won league MVP. Heck, only one of those guys has been to a Super Bowl, and that's Jared Goff. Jared Goff is in the face of the franchise for the Lions. Tua isn't the best player or the face of the franchise for the Dolphins. That would be Tyreek Hill who is a better MVP candidate than Tua. Dak Prescott is the MVP candidate. I don't think he's winning, but he is. And Dak Prescott himself has said this year that he hasn't accomplished anything because he hasn't won a big game. That's out of his own mouth. And then Brock Purdy. 
Liverpool has been very successful. The 49ers probably could have went to the Super Bowl, gone to the Super Bowl last year if he didn't get hurt in the NFC Championship game. But Brock Purdy struggled mightily when his left tackle and Debo Samuels were injured. Cam Newton is better than all of those quarterbacks until they show me further in their careers. So I think Cam Newton earns the right to have an opinion on quarterback play. But to try and shade him because he's no longer on the roster because of major injuries, might I add, that took away from his ability or the way he plays the game. Kimberly Martin, really? And it's irritating anyway because you do that little um and trying to be funny. And it's like, dude, you, you look kind of clownish this morning. Because you call yourself trying to clown a guy that did it. Dude went to Auburn one year and did it. Became the number one overall pick in the face of the Carolina Panthers. He did that. League MVP, he did that. Threw for 4,000 yards as a rookie, he did that. So, yes, he's very well capable of giving his opinion on quarterbacks. And just because you don't agree to stoop to trying to insult him, or be dismissive of him because he's no longer in the league. He's a media member now. That's what he does. He gives his opinion. He was just in Chicago two weeks ago with Brandon Marshall, giving his opinion on Justin Fields. That's what he does. Come on, man. Do better. Do better. Lucky Lucky Podcast, man. We'll see you guys tomorrow for another edition. Uh, pray for you all, man. That uh, I don't know if you heard that left, but what? Oh, yeah, I just I put Kimberly Martin on the on the petty train. Yeah, absolutely. No, I was with. She she played herself this morning. Dude. Have a great Wednesday, guys, man. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Lucky Lefty Podcast. We'll have a Saturday morning show with some more Notre Dame legends. We appreciate you guys. Lock in. Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We spend a difference. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. 
Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.